Hello there, friend. This is Jerry Tyson in The Beacon's Light. God is still on the throne, and prayer changes things. This message is proclaimed daily on the Watchman on the Wall podcast. You can listen to insightful interviews, current events from a biblical perspective, and prophecy that helps you make sense of the world around you as a podcast. Be sure to subscribe and follow Watchman on the Wall on your favorite podcast platform. Watchman on the Wall daily podcast is available on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartMedia, and TuneIn. Watchman on the Wall daily podcast, another way to reach the world and proclaim that God is still on the throne and prayer changes things. There are several verses in God's Word that follow in rapid succession that fit our one-liners definition. So, here is one of them, 1 Thessalonians 5, 16, two words, rejoice evermore. Note that this verse is not translated from the original language saying, when you're feeling good and when you want to, rejoice. It dogmatically states, rejoice evermore. A narrow constraint is presented here. We are not asked. It is not suggested. It is declarative. It is a command. But I don't feel like it. Well, too bad. Get over it. A person led by his feelings usually goes down a hard path through life. Feelings are fickle. They are often satanically controlled as well. But you don't understand my circumstances. Well, that's true. I don't. Get over them. The person who is under his circumstances is seldom enjoying anything but feeling sorry for himself. Don't ask that person, how are you doing? You'll regret it. She will give you organ recitals of her latest operations. He won't be happy unless he isn't happy about something. The person who is under the circumstances is not overcoming, as Christ would have his children to do. What a way to live, if you want to call that living. The Apostle John wrote in 1 John 2, 12-14, I write unto you, little children, because your sins are forgiven for his name's sake. I write unto you, fathers, because ye have known him that is from the beginning. I write unto you, young men, because ye have overcome the wicked one. I write unto you, little children, because ye have known the Father. I have written unto you, fathers, because ye have known him that is from the beginning. I have written unto you, young men, because ye are strong, and the word of God abideth in you, and ye have overcome the wicked one. What a difference it makes to realize we are already victorious over the devil. That is something that is much too easy to forget as we go through life. Fanny Crosby was blind, but she was not a complainer. She had a relationship with the Lord during her long life that resulted in some of the most loved pages in our hymn books. Her poems, set to music by others, have been a great blessing to any who have sung or heard them. 
though blind, her poems were full of sight and insight as she longed to see the face of her Savior. More recently, the testimony of John Bishop from Rosebud, Arkansas stands out. Through illness, he lost all memory, all of it. He had to start at the very beginning with ABC and Do Re Mi. At the time of this writing, despite the fact that he is blind and physically in constant pain, his testimony and smile are difficult to imagine. He radiates Christ and his love. A young man from Philadelphia, while attending college, studying to be a preacher of the gospel, was led to pray one night that he knew that everything he had, his home, car, bank account, and his health were gifts from God, and he was giving them back to him to be used as he saw fit. Matt Guzzi found out soon after that that he had an unusual kind of cancer that had no cure. His life was not a long one after that, but he used the days he had to faithfully proclaim Christ to all who would hear. Video recordings of his testimony and vision to serve the Lord have reached more since his passing to glory than he may have had opportunity to reach had he lived a normal life. Mark 8:36 and 37 records the words of Christ, Whosoever will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it. But whosoever shall lose his life for my sake and the gospel's, the same shall save it. For what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? Fanny, John, and Matt made decisions to rejoice in the Lord, not wallow in their problems. Why did the Lord allow them such hard lives? Maybe you'll want to ask him when you get to heaven, if you need to. Most likely it will be clear when we get there that they were able to influence more people and lead more people to saving faith in the Lord because of their problems than if they have lived a normal life. Somewhere in the course of their lives, they made the decision that whether by life or by death, they wanted Christ to be the one who received the glory. 1 Thessalonians 5.18 is in the middle of several one-liners, but even though it is too long to be one, let's include it here. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Rejoice today. Rejoice tomorrow, the next day, and every day. Establish the habit now, and you will rejoice forevermore in the presence of the Lord. The book, God's One-Liners, is available from www.swrc.com. In the Beacon's Light is a production of Beacon Street Media. Feel free to contact us at www.swrc.com. This is Jerry Tyson reminding you that when we walk in the light, as he 
is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his Son, cleanseth us from all sins.